of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lincoln Fire Chief Dave Engler joins me this morning on Lincoln Live. Chief, good morning. Glad to have you here for the conversation. Good morning. It's good to be here. And we will be into the weeds, admittedly, good listeners, this morning with uh, Chief Engler talking about CAD, computer-aided dispatch or computer-assisted dispatch. CAD is a method of dispatching and tracking emergency service calls through the assistance of a computer with CAD program software, and that's what LFR has right now. So let's start with explaining what CAD is, Chief. Well, um, the city of Lincoln has had computer-aided dispatch for a long time, and this last version, I think, is 25 years old, which is, when you think about technology, that's pretty old. And... um, so this this computer program is in the dispatch center, which is under the police department. Uh, they do all the dispatch for police, all law enforcement, and for fire and the rural fire departments. And so this is a, a major upgrade to the city because this actually gets, um, unlike the previous version, it gets the closest units assigned um, through um, vehicle locator devices that that monitor where all our units are at, at all times. And we haven't had that piece of technology before. And then additionally, it, it gives us more options as as to how we dispatch units. And, and I'll, I'll give a, a little example here. If we dispatch a structure fire, we have to dispatch the same units and, and when I say units, so we, we dispatch three engine companies, two truck companies, a medic unit, um, and blah, blah, blah. But we have to dispatch that whether it is a shed on fire or whether it's a factory on fire. So with this CAD, we can actually target the different types of structures and send responses that, that really um, go with the type of structure. Because for a, a shed on fire, we don't need that many units, but unfortunately, by the, the old system, it was either or. So now we can we can pare down our responses. Now we haven't gotten to that to that amount of detail yet, because uh, we have just implemented the new system and we're making sure it all runs. And it, it sound it, we had very minor issues that didn't result in any response problems, but it was just. Uh, more um, software upgrades that that we needed to put in place and stuff as as we went on, but it was just a fabulous job by our team in rolling this out. And uh, once we get a little bit more time with it over the next couple of days, we'll be able to really take a look at dialing it in and doing some pretty amazing things with it that that just improves our response across the city. All right, let's get to know CAD a little bit better. Does it replace dispatch? No, it, it doesn't. Um, it's just the the computer software program that, that our dispatchers use to make the dispatch happen. 
So let's go back to your example, the building on fire, the structure on fire. Someone calls that in to dispatch. Is that where it starts? A real person answers a phone call saying there is a building on fire. Real person answers the phone and and as they are giving information to the the call taker, the call taker is putting the information into the uh, the CAD system and um, collecting all that information. So, um, like I said, it's it's kind of I, d- I don't know really how to how to say it, but it's it's kind of like um, any other program that you input information and it it provides the ability for people to uh, make the appropriate decisions on dispatch and find the closest units and, and all that. You've been in this firefighting field 26 years. What was the dispatch process like when you started as a firefighter? The overall dispatch system was uh, we actually had people dispatching us, and now we have what we call fire station alerting. So it's a it's an automated voice that comes over. Mm-hmm. And what that does is when you've got a person dispatching, we can only dispatch one call at a time. Whereas our uh, our current system, the, the, the fire station alerting, allows multiple dispatches to go out simultaneously to different units. So there have been quite a few changes, but, but really it's just advances in technology and, and it doesn't replace the, the importance of the dispatcher. Dispatchers, uh, they, they have to do the majority of the work and they have to, make sh- and they have to input the information. But, um, so they're, they're definitely critical, but hopefully these things um, speed up the process for them a little bit and take some of the pressure off of them in, in making some of the decisions that they used to have to make. There's a lot of layers in a dispatch call. There's the dispatcher, the first responders. Who benefits from CAD in, in among these layers? Ultimately, the, the, public dis, the public benefits because what, what these things do is they speed up the process of getting units to the call. And so um, does, it, does it take some of the, you know, it, it takes a little bit of the work off of the dispatcher, but in some respects it adds work. For us, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't do a lot for us other than it gets the closest unit, so it gets us there quicker. So really, ultimately, all these things, they, they benefit the public in getting a quicker response and a more appropriate response. So um, what we may find is is that we may not need to add units like we would have like we would have previously because um, we're we're doing a better job of managing our resources so i'm excited to see as time goes on all the impacts that this has on improving our response we hear that automated voice on our scanners in the newsroom the public probably isn't familiar with that unless they're scanner junkies and they may Mm -hmm. hear it on a delayed basis but we do hear the change every day in the kfor newsroom Uh, during peak times when there are already fire apparatus on the road it's my understanding that this system will identify who's the closest and then ultimately get that group of first responders to the emergency faster. I just wanted to clarify that when you talked about responses. Yes, it, it absolutely does. So before all our the, the city was divided up in what we call zones. Mm-hmm. 
And so we would we would figure out what the closest unit would be to various locations based on based on mile wide zones. And it was based on if the the unit was actually in the fire station, because that's the only way we could figure it before. And so let's say that unit was um, three miles out of their area coming back from another call um, in, a, in a different area. The, the dispatchers would automatically, if they were in service, would dispatch that unit thinking it was the closest because that's the only thing we could go off of. Now it's going off of their actual location. So they may not, they may be say driving back from a hospital and it may not be their, their closest response area, but it is gonna ping them as the closest unit and they're gonna respond. So this is gonna improve response times. Um, we think very drastically, but it, it will be good to see over time um, what the actual impact is. We're estimating maybe a 12% improvement. We're talking about CAD today with Lincoln Fire Chief Dave Engler. CAD is an acronym for Computer Aided Dispatch or Computer Assisted Dispatch. Here's another acronym, AVL. Each vehicle in the LFR fleet has one. What is that? They're automatic vehicle locators. So it's kind of like, um, you know, your, your cell phone is always keeping track of where you're at. Well, now we're keeping track of where our units are at and um, it's tied into the CAD. And so it will, it will keep track of them. I can see on the map right now where all our units are. And uh, that's something that's new and, and is a, a great improvement for us to be able to manage our resources better. Technology is great when it works, Dave. It's just fabulous. Right. It's just it's great. And, you know, we we actually anticipated a, a little bit more difficulty in implementing this. Um, we, we did everything to prepare, but there's always those unknowns. And um, I was pleasantly surprised that that the the things we encountered were so minor um, it didn't disrupt service at all and and uh, everything worked out really well so um, that that was we were very pleased with that and you know i i i really credit the the dispatch team um lincoln police the the radio personnel that worked on it and in our internal people that worked on it they did a fabulous job of preparing for this doesn't surprise me when you have uh, a battalion chief like uh, Eric Jones, EJ, doing what he does so very, very well. He and his team did a great job. They, they were amazing. What is risk-based response, and how does it fit in with the CAD system? So risk-based response is, is much uh, like what I talked about earlier. So um, what we would do is we would, we would determine the units we are sending based on say the type of structure or the type mm -hmm. of call um this cad will give us that that ability to do that and and like i said you know if we have a high-rise fire we need a lot more units than we would for say a shed fire or a garage fire mm -hmm. so this is going to help us um and this is going to take a little bit of time for us to program in so this isn't going to happen overnight but we'll be able to start to to send the more appropriate what we call a response package to um, to the 
actual address based on based on the risk of the facility. Gotcha. Shed fire as opposed to a high rise fire, the risk based response. Yes. What excites you about the potential? You've mentioned that you're it's almost a learning curve on a regular basis here. What do you know about this CAD system that excites you uh, about its potential? Well, the biggest thing for all those individuals out there that do listen to our radio transmissions, what we had to do before was we we would send a unit and it wasn't the closest unit. So another unit would have to jump it and what we call jumping calls, which means um, they they feel they were closer to the call. So they would take the call because it was always our intention to get the closest units there. We were never 100% sure that they were the closest, they just thought they were. But all that radio traffic, because we would have units, maybe three or four jumping calls, so it would delay the response. What you're hearing today is none of that (laughs) because we're actually getting the closest unit. Now, the exceptions are gonna be when we have a, a unit on a call and they're just finishing up and a dispatch has already gone out. What happens when they push the button that they're in service, the CAD will actually recognize that they are the closest unit and will then send them instead of them having to to, um, actually jump the call. And in a lot of cases, we never knew who was actually closer, we just assumed. So this this tells us exactly who's closest and, and we're able to uh, better manage the resources. Another advantage this has is um, we, had, we had a number of calls where um, for some reason the radio traffic was really busy or, or the, the computer in the, in the fire apparatus wasn't um, operating right and we would not get an on, on location time. So um, it never registered on location. And that messed with our stats a little bit because we knew we had a unit there, but we didn't know what time. Um, what this does is as the, as the apparatus is pulling up to the address, it actually marks them on location and, and no one has to do anything. So there's just a lot of really great things that this is gonna do to help us um, with statistical data that's gonna help make um, it make decisions for us as we move forward. Um, better than what we've got today. So we'll have better data and we'll be able to make some some smarter decisions as as we move forward. And we have the public to thank for this, the public passing that uh, sales tax increase to fund this new radio system, which, as you pointed out, when we started 25 or so years old and uh, think of your computer, you wouldn't own a 25 year old computer, probably wouldn't feel good about owning a 25 year old car. Uh, unless it's a classic. So right. 25 years old for a, a communication system for first responders and emergency in a city like ours, it's growing uh, 3,000 people a year about. Uh, that's, an, that's an old system. So thank you, public, for years ago passing that and allowing a sales tax increase to go toward the radio upgrade. Yes, and it's been a long time coming, but this is just an amazing addition to our response system. Next time we talk, which will be in 2022, I'd like to uh, get into something that you're involved in, the Fire Service Executive Development Institute. 
Again, we'll go behind the scenes a little bit and see how you, as a newly named fire chief, uh, how you're helping first-year fire chiefs and soon-to-be appointed fire chiefs. All right, so that'll be our first conversation of the new year. Happy New Year, Chief. Sounds great. Happy New Year to you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us on Lincoln Live.